Hello and welcome to the Impact at Home podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Fanola and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you the very best professional learning to help you make an impact in your school. Hello, Hello Finn, how are you? I'm okay, how are you? We're back together in the office again. We're Today we're going to talk about Curriculum for Wales, aren't we? We are, because I think, you know, with school holidays have started or at the end of term for some schools as well, I think it's important to start thinking ahead about where, we, where we're going to be going with uh, Curriculum for Wales come September. So Curriculum for Wales, we still have a September 2022 uh, completion date, don't we? Well, whether it's completion date or uh, implementation date. Curriculum 2022, Curriculum for Wales, I think we are, that, that whole journey, that whole path that we're getting towards September 2022 hasn't really shifted but I think we've had lots of things thrown at schools mm. in between that were unexpected and it's how we can then manage and cope with everything else that you know has happened and potentially can happen once we go back to school in September. Yeah exactly it's, it's really strange to think isn't it that we are now living through history and what what we're doing now will be written about in history books much yeah. like Spanish yeah. flu was written about it's a very strange feeling it, it, it all appeared so quickly didn't it and it's, and it's whether this time next year we'll still be talking in this same way yeah um or as boris johnson seems to think by set by christmas everything's back to normal I'm, well you know you know not maybe, sure you. maybe he had um some uh, information about that uh, vaccine that was on the news over the last couple of days because uh, they were talking about it is possible that there, there will be widespread vaccines available this side of Christmas, but probably less, more likely yeah. after Christmas. I think it's the uncertainty of everything. Mm -hmm. I think it's making sure that whatever plans put in place in schools, that they are bulletproof to whatever extent for whatever is going to be thrown at us. So we can carry on regardless whether we've got pupils all in front of us, we've got some yeah. or, or back, at, back at home again under a, a new lockdown. So it's thinking ahead yeah and uh, you know let's face it even if they, we do have a vaccine available before christmas you know the, the getting it around the however many billion people there are in the world um yeah. in time for it to actually make a difference is well, not going to be overnight is it no it's not going to be overnight i think we have to even in the best case scenario we are looking at a full academic year of disruption of one form or another so why should schools think about curriculum for wales now Curriculum for Wales, it hasn't gone away. It's, it, you know, it's still something that we need to be thinking. Mm -hmm. But there are so many opportunities within Curriculum Wales that schools can start to address. And this is a, a you know, who would have thought we would, might have had this bit of time in a, in a slightly different way? You know, now the national curriculum at present in Wales has been suspended mm -hmm. um, for a month until the end of what's next week, isn't it? June, July. Yeah. Um, who knows what's going to happen come September? But in the likelihood that it is continue to be uh, suspended I think now is a perfect opportunity to you know grab the curriculum for Wales yeah. uh, by the reins and think about yeah. where you're going to go with it. It's something you, you mentioned before we started the podcast because obviously before we start the podcast we we obviously talk through idea, our ideas before we uh, press record but one thing you mentioned which I thought was really um, succinct was we can't go back to old learning now so we you know it, it, almost doesn't matter whether the national curriculum continues to be suspended or not you know we can't go back to the new uh, the national curriculum the 1988 national curriculum because why would we because it's really foolish it would be yeah. really really foolish and there's there's lots of talk of this recovery curriculum and there needing to be 
um, you know, we need to address what pupils mm. need uh, post lockdown, post restrictions, but during this coming academic year when they're going to be struggling with various different things. But let's not forget that, of course, we've got lots of pupils who actually may have thrived during this mm. situation and they'll need something different as well. So we felt that it was rather than calling it a recovery curriculum, you know, we, we should be an adaptation period where we're adapting um, what we currently have and making sure that we address current needs, but also thinking about uh, where we want to go post pandemic, where we want to go with curriculum for Wales. And I think we've, we've thought about a, a cycle approach because obviously learning is, creation is a cycle approach, but having this kind of extra element of it that you're not going to be able to do anything, um, you know, um, uh, um, you're going to make any massive changes right now because you don't know what the future holds, the immediate future holds, but you are going to be thinking about um, what you will be able to do when things are more secure and more uh, clear. I, I think schools in Wales particularly have been quite fortunate with the number of weeks that they've had in July with some pupils being back mm. in school because they can start to get to grips with you know what has happened to learning how much yeah. progress some pupils have made where the needs particularly are and i and i suspect there will be some time in september where schools will really need to um, consolidate that and to really get a picture really good clear picture of where their pupils are and what mm. their needs are mm. and then that will drive mm. what their blended curriculum and that all the curriculum for the whole of next year will be and not just that not just where people's needs are but also where staff needs yeah. are because i think you know the well, it's been a, a real roller coaster in terms of professional learning. You know, we have learned so much in such a short space of time, but staff have as well. Yeah. And, you know, we know that, say, for example, we've got pupils who uh, haven't been engaging with, um, with the blended learning the way we would want them to engage. Um, and finding maybe some of the instructions, you know, a challenge mm -hmm. to um really put into practice so if we're thinking about say for example the quality of instruction where are staff's needs you know how confident and comfortable are they to you know deliver really high quality instruction in a very small space of time and you know what what can we do to support that but it's also identifying what's what professional learning teachers have actually been doing yeah. over because i know there are many many cases where schools have really come up with a structured strategic plan mm. of cpd that, they, that their teachers will do but we know there are some teachers have gone off and done additional or done other things so it's maybe having some time just to pull back and think about okay what you know has anybody learned anything that we can really put yeah. into place in school and think yeah. about how it works sure. yeah. collaborative professionalism yeah. shared within the school so the cycle as we see it is very much start with need start with what the pupils need and as you would do no matter what whether this was blended learning uh, you know full lockdown um, totally you know without pandemic uh, nirvana that we're aiming for but you start with need and the next step is professional learning so this is where you upskill teachers to be able to address the pupils needs and that's not just about looking at the four purposes and thinking about which of those four purposes are of greatest priority right now but it's also thinking about well once we've identified a priority within those four purposes how are we going to address that and what um, pedagogical approaches are we going to use so there's there's several elements to that professional learning so if we had 
need first, professional learning for staff next. Then there's that creation phase where we've got blended learning being created. But at the same time, you're thinking about curriculum for Wales. Keeping an eye at how curriculum for Wales will help support you with the blended learning that you're actually going to put into place within school. So it is, like you said, look at the full purpose, look at the what matters. Yeah. How can we use the what matters statements to help drive the, 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 the blended learning that addresses the needs? So it's that whole cyclical approach. But I think we do have to address the fact that, um, you know, Welsh Government uh, have been quite clear about the fact that they see um, the development of a um, pandemic ready curriculum. That's horrible. <laughs> pandemic ready. Um, uh, creating a curriculum that's appropriate for the next academic year, shall we say, that's, you know, in restrictions, potential local lockdowns, is actually a separate job to um, creating a September 2022 uh, curriculum for Wales full curriculum. Co-constructed curriculum and we think that that co-construction that's going to be very very difficult over the next year two years it's going to be a real challenge to teachers which is why it cannot be separated entirely from what you do over the next year or so i don't, I don't think we can underestimate the demand that's going to be placed on teachers to come september to be able to look at developing that blended uh, blended learning curriculum and it's effectively if you see them as separate beasts if you see them as, as mm. two separate jobs to do then it's two concurrent pieces of work and actually we, we've talked about this a lot and we were thinking well that that seems almost um it's a little bit impractical so we our our idea of you know what it might look like might be that let's say you know the vaccine that's been in the news recently um is successful and we're looking at maybe the next academic year will have restrictions um, but they will be waning towards the end of the year as people uh, become vaccinated so we have that first year is a what you might consider a blended learning approach which is flexible and that can be used for full lockdown or full entire uh, full in school and anywhere in between and then the following year is a kind of adaptation of that uh, a uh, an additional um, blend of um, further um, content, further um, professional learning, but further um, content for the actual curriculum for self that would take you up to September 2022. And then you would build on it again. So it's, it's a building adaptation process as you go through the next two years, rather than a what we need for blended learning and yeah. what we need for blended learning. Stop one and start the other. No. It's, it's a blend yeah. of the two. And I think if I was, you know, Dylan William tweeted something on the weekend. Yeah. Um, very interesting. It's about it's time. The curriculum is, is too overloaded. This is the time now to start thinking about let's ensure we've got depth, yeah. not breadth. Yeah, because he was he was talking about um, an overloaded, uh, an overfull curriculum being immoral, yeah. and um, if we're talking about having an overfull curriculum, you know, it's just as possible to have an overfull curriculum for Wales as it is yeah. a, a national curriculum, nineteen eighty eight. So if we start with a blended curriculum that pairs back to the priorities of pupils' health and well-being, emotional well-being, basic skills, you know, actually getting pupils to a point where um, they are ready and willing to learn more, then it is building on that as we go through the next two years, as opposed to doing it as two separate jobs. Yeah. 
so there's there's lots of uh, lots of things for schools to think about and as you were saying jane it's i think you're right it is really important to consider teacher workload at the moment and the demands that will be placed on teachers for um thinking things through so it is crucial that professional learning has got to underpin all of this we've talked long and hard about this over a number of years about how important it is that it's not generic cpd yeah. professional learning that teachers are having it's very much bespoke to the context of the school the context of the needs they're working with and i think that's something that we work very hard mm. to do um but i think that's something that really needs to be um kept in mind as yeah. we as we run through 2020 21 and something that just strikes me now thinking about the professional learning that we've done with schools during the the um, lockdown is that we have focused our professional learning very much on the best what um, you know the best practices from research so we haven't gone to the approach of you know just explore this and then we'll we'll talk about it afterwards we have used direct instruction we have used retrieval practice we have used space learning we've used all of those things to create learning for staff so that they understand the fundamentals and then then in a position where they are more expert they're not novices anymore they're experts and they can start to think about well what does that mean for my own practice and then start to um, adapt and change things as opposed to you know if you throw somebody into in the, the deep end and ask them to create an inquiry project on a particular area of um, pedagogy if they know nothing about it that's that's quite an inefficient way of getting staff to a point where they're actually taking ownership of their own learning and actually using it for the benefit of the pupils that they work with so i think it's not just professional learning needs to underpin this but really highly effective professional learning needs to underpin this we haven't got time to use inefficient methods methods we have to use really efficient methods of professional learning for staff i can see a sketch there coming as well <laughs> plenty of visuals uh, to underpin what we're talking about yeah but something that i think just before we go that we need to also mention is that we have learned a lot about what is effectual and what isn't effectual, what is efficient and what isn't efficient during this time because we we have chosen to do our research bites for a very specific reason because research shows us that if you're learning at a distance and we expect that to continue way beyond the end of the, the, the current restrictions. It's positive as well, isn't it? And I think we should really lose that. Absolutely. But if you are learning at a distance, it needs to be a bite-sized chunk which is why we've done our research bites. It needs to be a bite-sized chunk, but it also needs to be something that is uh, readily actionable. Yeah. It can't just be um, you know, an introduction to, and you think about it, it's got to be something that is then a stepping stone. But I think that they, you know, as we've been putting the, the research bites together, it's a series of research mm. bites that builds on ideas from one into the other. And I think that possibly is the way that you know professional learning could be going over the next you know six months 12 months is thinking about that train of thought right the way through but in very small chunks that you can actually take one or two golden nuggets away yeah. develop and work on before you come back it's funny that you should say that you know the the um, narrative the of them and i think what's been really interesting for us because we we made a really difficult decision when we worked out that research bites was going to work and actually that it was really efficient and it was something that uh, teachers found useful we actually put together a whole summer series mm. based on what the research says about the, the the kind of nuggets of information that that staff need to know about how learning works how memory works but we had to scrap the whole thing 
because we were too ahead of ourselves, I well, think. Yeah. Well, I think because, you know, with all learning, you have to think about what your learners actually need next. And we had forgotten that. We said, right, okay, well, this is what we assume people need to know, but actually it wasn't what people need to know. So we had to scrap the whole thing, go back to the drawing board, and then take uh, feedback from each session and understanding of staff from each session and then create the next one based on that, which of course is the way to do it. But it's, I think what's really interesting, we had um, a discussion with somebody about um, blended learning and online learning. And what they were saying was that what you would expect to happen in a classroom is not the same as what you would expect to happen in online learning. That online learning um, of sometimes focuses almost entirely on the cognitive element of it, but not the social element of it. And the two are just as important as each other. So I think if we're moving forwards to um, a new um, and more efficient way of working in terms of professional learning, then we need to have a system by which people understand that it is a, a development process, a development cycle, and that's something that needs to grow and build from where you are, yeah. that we get more expert teachers in Wales, not novices who've been exposed to a lot. Yes. Which is, sounds depth, awful. Not breadth. Yeah. Depth. There you not go. Not breadth. Absolutely. So I think uh, with that in mind, we will leave it for tonow. And we wish you a really sunny yes. summer holiday. Yeah. Hope you all have a break. Um, we will be back in will, August, yeah. but, but we're going to take a bit of a break yeah. now as well, aren't we? But you know, keep an eye out for our um, next research bites. We've got one more left in, in this series um, this week on Thursday, but we've got um, hopefully some more planned. So we're not quite sure what we're going to do with them yet in August. Um, as we just said, we're going to wait and see um, what, what your needs are. But if there are any particular needs, let us know. Um, but we'll hopefully be back in August. Yeah, enjoy your summer. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. And you can find us online at www.impact.wales. And you can also follow us on social media on Twitter, we're at Impact Wales on Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales, and on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement.